Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And we are back with the Beach and Company. I went through it. You went through it. A lot of people were there in the various cities. Uh, and it's Monday morning. Uh, by the way, uh, how about a bit of good news? And that's the uh, the rocket was launched successfully. They even had a uh, from at the space station a little welcome party. So that was a, a little bit of positive news. And I'm glad the president went. And I'm glad he saw it. America at its best. And they got dri- you, you know what they got driven to the rocket in? I did not see what they got driven in. A Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I should have guessed. Musk, Elon Musk owns Tesla, and he owns the company that has the rocket. So naturally, he's going to have. I'm surprised he doesn't have a Tesla in the rocket to drive around the space station because it's it's kind of a big space station. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, Buzzy, we haven't heard from you at all, basically, on Facebook, and we got a lot of Facebook and a lot of calls. What do you got on Facebook? Well, you know, I keep my eye on Facebook, Sandy, and you mentioned the president being at the uh, at the uh, launch on, yeah. on Saturday. And, you know, anything uh, – this, this just got tweeted out by a major media uh, outlet. Dr. Fauci – the nation's top medical expert on the coronavirus pandemic and a key member of the White House Coronavirus Task Force says his meetings with President Trump have been dramatically decreased in recent days. Yeah. Have you not seen what's going on? Like it's headlines like this that are just so deceiving. Well, they are. And they're meant to be deceiving. They write them to be deceiving. All right, give me a couple of Facebooks. All right, so you asked, uh, there's a few questions on Facebook. This one, was law enforcement too firm? Not firm enough. Please explain. We'll start with top fan Christopher, who says they weren't firm enough. The police uh, gave in to the looters. They let them run free without any consequence. How could you, how could you uh, leave the precinct to the looters and have them do whatever they want? How could you stand there and watch your own squad car up in flames? I don't understand this at all. And guess who pays for all this? We do. The ones sitting home minding our own business. We pay for it. We don't even have to clean it up. And neither do they, by the way. We have veterans, not veterans, we have volunteers who come in and do it. So the good people are cleaning up. After the bad people tore it all apart. Something's wrong with that. Another one, please. Yeah, we'll go with Sue, who says the... You're long- going with Sue? Yes. I used to go with Sue. And Saying the- d- divorce kind of <laughs> slowed that down. That, that worked out well. Yeah. Uh, not firm enough. You can always loosen up. Was as- that Sue again? Yeah. 
Not firm enough? (laughs) (laughs) Too firm? (laughs) She says it's impossible to tighten tighten up as time goes. The mayor and governor... Who said that? Did Sue say that? Yeah, we're still on Sue. (laughs) (laughs) Sue's confused. She really is. Should have put her on the rocket. Save me some money. Could have bought the rocket for her. Go ahead. She says it's better to be proactive than reactive. Yeah. Well, what I didn't like was uh, the the ones tucked away in their palatial offices, the, the mayors, telling the pe- people who are in line face-to-face with uh, the the rioters uh, to take it a, take a, give it a light hand. In other words, don't get too angry. Don't enforce the law. What, what kind of a mayor is this? He's the mayor of the biggest city in the country, de Blasio. His daughter gets arrested and uh, f- arrested uh, during the protest. So you tell me what kind of a uh, – why did we put this clown in there? Well, don't forget, a- remember what uh, the was the Baltimore mayor that said, uh, stand down, uh, let give them space, that's it. Yeah, that's one of the models that they use. Uh, you, you know, giving, giving them space and uh, letting them uh, get their uh, anger out is not, to me, a really good, uh, good plan. Just let them take whatever they want, and then they'll feel more comfortable. Why don't we just, instead of having all this broken glass, why don't we simply unlock the door? Uh, you have breaking news for us. I do. The Buffalo police just announced that they have a person in custody in connection with throwing an object on fire into City Hall. So that person well, I, is in custody. Yeah, they had, I think they had his name or he was a person of interest last night. So I'm glad they finally got or that they did get him. I thought that they uh, maybe I got it mixed up with somebody else, but I thought there was a woman that they were looking at. For, no, no, no. There was a, was the a male last night was listed as a okay. person of interest. Yeah, they had him on camera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the other one was a Molotov cocktail, right? Yeah, yeah I think that's the one. Yeah. That was a woman. Now, for those of you who don't know, a Molotov cocktail is a glass bottle with gasoline in it and a rag sticking out of the top. Then you light the rag and throw it, okay? They had somebody online, I saw it uh, over the course of the four days, that didn't quite understand the concept of a Molotov cocktail, and let themselves on fire, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm not going to have a moment to grieve. Uh, let's go to uh, line three, Bill in Eden. Bill, you're on WBEN. Hello, Bill. Hello, Bill. I'm not potted up, though. Do you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. You're potted up loud and clear. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, um... Like you were saying, well, maybe not as you said, but in the mainstream media, they say if it bleeds, it leads, and if it burns, it earns. So that's why a lot of these rioting things are taking front stage. We didn't even, maybe a lot of people didn't even hear about the astronauts blasting off and docking with the space station. Well, that's too bad because it was uh, quite a while since we've done that, and I'm glad we did it. Um, I'm not a huge space fan. But seeing that as a private company and not the government, it's in conjunction with the government, but it's a private, uh, private company that made the rocket and all that stuff. So, 
Happy to see that. And, Sandy, I'm with you. I, I absolutely agree with everything you've been saying there. Um, it was a terrible thing that we saw with, with Mr. Floyd. Um, just for passing, like, a bogus 20 or whatever it was, no one deserves to die for that. And this man, 46 years old, father of two, they called him Big Floyd because he was six foot six inches tall. I don't know if that's like how tall you are, Sandy, or about. But I'm six four, but when I heard he was six six, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, they called him a gentle giant, and it's just it's it's awful. I actually found some information just recently on the Star Tribune this morning about those officers that were involved in this. Okay. You know, of course, that Derek Chauvin is the main one that's accused of this murder because he's the one with the knee, but the other one, the one that you saw watching him. Um, I guess he's left Minnesota, and his lawyer said that he's, quote, safely elsewhere and couldn't comment further. And the other two, um, the one of them that first helped pin Mr. Floyd down is supposedly staying with family, but the other one left and didn't tell anyone where he went. But I found some other information about Mr. Chauvin, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, go ahead. He's 44 years old, so just two years younger than, than Mr. Floyd. And um, he's married, but his wife, Kelly, issued a statement through her attorney Friday saying that she is filing for divorce. Yeah, I read that. Uh, it's, uh, obviously, he's got some issues. Yeah. I can't, I can't blame her. She's devastated by Mr. Floyd's death, said the attorney. And her utmost sympathy, sympathy lies with the family, with his loved ones, and with everyone who's grieving the tragedy. Um, but getting back to Mr. Chauvin here, um, according to this article from the Star Tribune, he worked uniformed off-duty security for years at El Nuevo Rodeo, a large East Lake Street dance club in Minneapolis, which is a block from the 3rd Precinct where most of the rioting has been taking place. According to the former owner of the club, Maya Santa Maria, Chauvin worked the club most weekends for about 16 years and, quote, really became my main guy here. For about a year, he also worked security at the club. But Mr. Floyd actually worked security at the club, too, the man that was killed. Right. That she doesn't think that Floyd and Chauvin crossed paths. She and Chauvin were friends, she said, but customers did complain about him, she said. They, she said he was quick to get hardcore and was uneasy with the crowds on what they called Twerk Fest Tuesdays. It says where the club catered to more black patrons. Quote, I've seen him in action and I've seen him lose it, and I've called him out on it before, she said. Quote, I've told him it's unnecessary and unjustified some of the ways that he behaves. He just loses it. Well, if, if, uh, if that's the case, I, I might withdraw my uh, comment that uh, it's not necessarily a black and white issue until we can prove that he has some kind of record as being anti-black. Black, uh, the woman who owns the club uh, might have uh, given us that indication. So i got to run. Always a good call from you, uh, Bill in Eden. Thank you for calling. Let's take a break now on News Radio 930 WBEN. Tony, is that is that a real thing you just read to me? I'm watching it right now. It says, uh, protester, Hannity, I guess, posted this. Protester, I can't believe I'm going to say this, <laughs> attempts to steal an ATM and then use public transportation to escape. There he is with the ATM. The bus had pulled up but wouldn't let him get on with the ATM machine. Oh, I, I saw that, too. Oh, that is too much. <laughs> That is dumber than dumb. <laughs> who gets who gets on a bus with an ATM machine? What does he say? What is that? A dollar twenty-five? It's in here somewhere. I can't quite get it out. <laughs> Let me try shaking it out. Yeah, here. Uh, give me a hand. I want to shake it up and down. Maybe maybe a dollar bill and a quarter will fall out. <laughs> Jeez. 
And, I, you know, this is a very serious thing that just happened, but every once in a while there's a little bolt of comedic electricity. Who is so dumb that they break into the dollar store? Shouldn't you set your sights a little higher than that? Come on, those I mean, Korean shower shoes? I mean, yeah, those Korean shower shoes are $1.94, and at least go for something a little more upscale. But apparently there's no accounting for taste. Uh, let's go to uh, line three, and that is Sean in Lancaster. Sean, you're on WBEN. Hey, how you doing? This is Sean from Chautauqua County. Oh, okay, Sean. Uh, you're here loud and clear. What's on your mind? Well, what's on my mind is everybody, you know, I've been listening to your show for quite some time. First, first show is awesome, Sandy. Um, and what bothers me the most it really, it's, it's aggravating me a lot. Whatever everybody's forgetting about, the first oath that those officers take is to protect and serve and do no harm. And that's something I want to spread to everybody else. Do no harm, whether you're a protester, whether you're a rioter, whoever you are, or whatever your side you're for, do no harm. And everybody needs to spread that through everybody so they all understand that we're all on the same side. Well, we, uh, I thought do no harm was uh, in the Hippocratic Oath that doctors take. I didn't know it was on the oath of office that policemen take. But, yeah, if you, if you, can, if you can get it solved without doing any harm, that's fine. Uh, but sometimes you have to use more force, and that's where the tricky part is, to use enough to get the job done but not to use too much. And obviously what this rogue cop did to, to George uh, Floyd uh, was was too much. He died of something. They're not uh, sure until they get the uh, second autopsy in, but uh, thanks. Uh, good points. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for calling. Hey, Sandy, I got to tell you about a beautiful video. I don't know if you saw it or if Joe had the chance to see it. Uh, there is a, uh, uh, during one of the confrontations, a protest and, you know, heated uh, moment, and there was a young black man who uh, broke down in tears, and I don't know if he was just in a state of confusion, uh, just turned to hug someone, and it was a white police officer, and the two embraced. It was a beautiful moment. It really tugged at my heartstrings looking at this and say yeah that's the america i know well that's good that's great uh also saw one uh right uh, right near showtime where i think it was cleveland uh bernie was that a, a bakery in cleveland uh it was in cleveland and in the doorway of this bakery owned by an italian guy and uh his two sons <laughs> they were standing <clears throat> Pardon me. Take a minute, Tony, while I got, uh, grab a little water here. I know the the uh, one that you're talking about. There's at least I saw just the image of it. There wasn't any a video attached to it, but okay, they I were standing it. in front of the doorway, and yep. they weren't going to let anybody past them. Yep. They were standing in the doorway, armed. Yep, armed, and they said, "We're not going to let you in." And they and the uh, uh, the uh, arsonists or whatever they happen to be. At the time, said you have insurance. He said, it "Doesn't matter. You're not. You're not going to take my business." And they stood there armed. Good for them. And that brings back the L.A. riots. I was on the air when the L.A. riots were going on, and I said, "Anybody here still uh, don't see a reason why we should have a Second Amendment?" Uh, the Korean shop owners were on the on the roofs of their shops. Uh, the mob was going, remember, the mob had just gotten through uh, pulling a, a, a trucker out of his truck right in the middle of an intersection and beating him with a cement block over the head, okay? They had just finished that. 
Then they were going uh, house to house up a street. Uh, and uh, there's a, there was a business section where the Korean shop owners were on the roofs of their business with, uh, with guns. Shotguns, rifles, whatever. The mob stopped there. It didn't get beyond them. No shooting was even necessary. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, anybody who sees what's happening, you have to wonder uh, what would happen if they were in front of my shop or my house. Uh, I I don't think uh, you should have to say, just take it because we have insurance. I don't think so. I heard David Bellavia with an eloquent opening of his show yesterday. Didn't have much time to be on because he had two press conferences uh, in his two-hour show. Uh, But one of the things he said, because there was a question of whether they were going to go into the suburbs, he said, absolutely not. He said there there would be bloodshed if they went into the suburbs, and I totally agree. It's, it's, it's one thing to give up your business and see your business ruined, but there's something different about your home. This is where you live, okay? This is where maybe your children were raised, uh, your marriage uh, flourished in this, in this house, whatever, but this is a house. This is different. And it would be an absolute mistake to try and take it away from me. No question. And so um, do you think that's the same uh, sentiment, Tony, and uh, Buzzy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Your, your house is s- sacrosanct. Yeah, you, you're, not, you're not penetrating my front door. This is my no. place. I'm standing my ground. End of story. That's it. That's it. Your, your last thing will be in my, in my driveway. That's as far as you're going to get. And so um, I, I think that if the politicians, the mealy-mouthed politicians, want to really serve the public, they should talk to people and see how they really feel. Because, I, I, yeah, we have uh, those who are protesting, and, yeah, we definitely have those who are rioting, and I think we have a subgroup, a, a combination of people who, wow, you know, I've been getting free things from the government. All I have to do is throw this chair through the window, and I can walk in there and get whatever I want without paying for it. More free stuff. It's owed to me. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's my uh, right. Because it, yeah, you won't give us reparations. That's just one group. But all of the groups thinking, you owe me something, and I'm going to take it. All right, when we come back, we'll talk to you. 803-0930-1800-616-9236 and star 930. is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are back with uh, Beach and Company. And let's go to line four, one of our regular callers. It's uh, Mary uh, from Lancaster. Mary, you're on WBEN. Oh, good morning, Sandy. Oh, I'm glad I got a little more time. I thought you were going to get me before the break. Um, no, I wouldn't do that. Uh, you have plenty of time. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, let me just get my facts out here first, okay? Uh, you're asking questions about, like, you know, who's responsible or everything. What I... What infuriates me most is, maybe people aren't going to like this, but I was watching the, you know, all, as everybody else is watching these videos and, and these reporters, what infuriates me the most is these reporters and the media, they're, they're like waiting and, you know, like waiting for something like the man said, um, you know, it leads, it leads. What made me sick was the fact that, they anticipated rioting, and they anticipated all this stuff. What bothers me the most is who issued the permit for those people to gather. This is pandemic. Just the day before, this is I'm talking about Buffalo now in Erie County. Before this, they issued a thing that they canceled the Erie County Fair. They're canceling all these events because of the pandemic. And here, they give a permit for protest. They know this is going to be... Uh, you know, contentious and, uh, provo- you know, riot-provoking and everything else. Number one, they never should have given the permit. Uh, or number two... That's true, and they would have had a, a good reason not to give the right. permit because of the uh, the virus. That's a good point. Right. Now, let me finish also, because this is what's been infuriating me the most. Uh, when I see the mayor and the county executive, you know, once make me either... Uh, de Blasio said, you know, give him a light hand. You know what yeah. I, I would do? I would give him a heavy hand with the middle finger extended right across his face and push him on the ground and step on his neck the way he, they're accusing this. You know, I'm, Yeah, he, the mayor's got a lot of, uh, the mayor of New York has a lot of gall. His, his daughter, meanwhile, while he's saying that, his daughter gets arrested. Uh, she was online saying, uh, we, need, we need more things. Uh, this is during the riots that we need more things uh, for our brothers and sisters. And then she gets arrested. You tell me, uh, what's wrong with that picture? A lot. Exactly. Oh, by the way, I straightened it out. The Molotov cocktail that went into the police car with policemen in it, that that was a woman that did that, and they got her, obviously. And now uh, the one who tried to uh, burn down uh, the city hall, they have that that guy. Yes. Okay. Now, one one more thing. I'm getting back to the, they're talking about policy, policy. When the mayor is up there saying thank you to the people that came in and thank you to the, you know, the protesters for peaceful protesters, I was waiting for one of those people from the media to talk to. They're talking to the people that, oh, they're so helpful and all this stuff. What the hell good is it to clean up a mess? Why didn't, why didn't they have the people responsible for it if they want to change policy the policy that first should be changed the most is the permit policy permit allowance any i mean you're not denying people free speech but it should be if you're going to have a protest you should not conduct it 
you should have it at least, you know, 50 feet or even 200 feet away from businesses and do not interfere with You should put it in a green space right? Uh, where there's no glass to break or anything like that. And, you would- and uh, Yeah, and well, I, I'll give the mayor credit this time, though. I've never heard him as forceful oh, sure. uh, as, as he was this time. The mayor is usually very soft-spoken, but he wasn't this time. And, but you know what it took? It took somebody trying to burn down City Hall to light a fire under him. Why doesn't he? Why didn't he say uh, he and polling cars? Why don't they have the business owners? Why don't they notify if if somebody gets a permit for, you know, a protest? They should tell them, you know, ask how many people are going to go and have identity for the people that are coming. And number two, notify all the people in the in the area, all the businesses in the area. And they should be notified, and the police protection should be there before. And then these people gather someplace else for their protest, just in case they decide to march on these. You get rogue. Very good point, Mary. I could sense your anger this morning. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Oh, and by the way, I was right. Uh, First, do no harm is the beginning of the Hippocratic Oath, which uh, doctors take, okay? Uh, first, do no harm. Uh, we had a federal officer contact us say it's not in their oath. Okay, let's go to Gary in Williamsville on line one. Gary, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy and Tony. Hey, Gary. We need a little lighthearted Gary, I hope. <laughs> well, unfortunately, um, I have a different perspective on the whole event, I guess you would call it. Let us hear it. What disturbs me more than anything else is the mysterious piles of bricks. I saw one on a video, 50 to 100 bricks in the middle of a city block right next to the sidewalk. They were delivering bricks to different sites, yes. That means there is something bigger behind what's going on, and they have very good logistics. And they are promoting felonious assault. How can this happen? Where are the video cameras that showing who's delivering these bricks? Yeah, where did they come from and who paid for them? Well, you, you've got an online site that uh, they, they're looking for, quote, unquote, uh, let's see. They don't want to list themselves as rioters. They're looking for professional uh, protesters. And one of the uh, things is you'll get paid in untraceable funds. Now, what does that say? You ever saw a job listing like that? Who's paying for this? Who's behind this? Good question. You remember about six months ago, I told you there were groups in this country that would burn the country to the ground to get their way. We are be- We were, this weekend, being attacked. It's, it's a foreign enemy. First of all, we're being attacked by two things, the virus and the people that are throwing those bricks. The, make no mistake, we are being uh, under, we are under siege. I hope that the NSA and other agencies of high capabilities are tracing where these bricks came from, who paid for them, and I hope the FBI has corrected himself enough to go after them, because you're right. Country's under attack. I'm under attack. You're under attack. 
That's true. And and uh, I, I heard a former uh, Secret Service guy say, this is no joke. We've got to get this now done now. We are under a siege. And so, good point. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. Always good to talk to Gary. Let's take a break. On News Radio 930, this is WBEN. Okay, the governor says, according to what I hear in my ear, the governor says we are ready for phase two starting tomorrow uh, in, um, in western New York. Uh, they gave the go-ahead to dentists uh, today. Now, that's a good sign because of all the contact of various businesses, I can't think of any that are more intimate than a dentist. The dentist uh, is wearing, uh, you know, a mask, sometimes a shield, uh, and they're working inside your mouth. All the things we're told was to protect your your mouth and your nose, uh, and they're working inside there. So if they give them permission, which they have, they're open now, uh, that's a good sign. Sandy, why don't you give us a reminder of what we've been missing at the dentist? Yeah! <laughs> That's a little little, uh, remembrance. That's what they should do. They should take all these protesters and offer them free dental work, if you get my drift. Would you like a root canal? (laughs) Oh, yeah. All down, Bubalina. You need a little root canal thing? (laughs) Now, Bernie's looking up something she read to me earlier this morning. It's Texas, but we don't know if it's the whole state of Texas, because Texas is large, if it's a county or what. But they've declared a state of emergency in something in Texas that will allow you to carry a, a, a pistol for seven days without a permit. So for the, uh, I assume, the adjacent seven days to the, uh, uh, to the order that you can carry a pistol without a permit in Texas. You know who might know about that? Terry in Texas. Let's go to Terry in Texas on line three on News Radio 930. Hello, Terry. Hello, sir. Uh, yeah, that's a fact. Uh, when the governor declares a state of emergency, um, you don't have to have a concealed carry permit to be able to uh, open carry um, so that you can protect yourself. I don't know about the seven-day thing. I thought it kind of extended as long as the state of emergency was in place. But, yeah, that's, you know, that doesn't mean just any old anybody can, you know, just steal a gun and carry it around. But if you're a, you know, uh, legal firearm owner and all that good stuff. You can carry it around openly, and you don't have to worry about having your concealed carry permit or anything like that. So, um, and I wanted to touch on that real quick because you spoke about Antifa and the suburbs, and my dad was sending me like screenshots of Twitter. I guess they were saying something about you know going to the suburbs. I'm gonna tell them people right now. I know dudes at the house drumming their fingers on the table waiting for something like that to happen. So if you really want to fight, you come around Texas or wherever the rest of these people are, they're, they're waiting for you. You come on in and you take a, you take your best shot, you better pack a couple lunches because there's a lot of people that are letting y'all make it right now just because they're they're good, upstanding citizens and they don't want to go to jail for, you know, taking uh, scum of the earth down, you know, without, you know, rightful cause but you know you know terry when i went down to dallas to a program wbap i was uh, having lunch with the news director who was born and raised in texas and i said one thing i noticed down here i said when the light turns green and the person doesn't move nobody honks their horn at them why and he says that's because they all carry guns he said you saw the uh, the gun rack in the back window 
you don't want to be honking at anybody, which is right. And also, I know that home burglaries is a very small number in Texas, probably for the reasons you just gave, Terry. Yeah, no, they don't, you know, these are typical Antifa or whoever these people are that are, that are protesting or looting, not protesting, looting and rioting. They're typical. They're doing it because they know they can get away with it. They're not really out there for a real fight. And that brings me basically to my point is, you know, the police are, in my opinion, being told to stand down. I told Joe yesterday, I got a friend, he's on the Chicago Police Department, and he put me onto a website where that I could listen to live radio traffic from uh, Chicago Police Department, you know, radios. And I don't know how much I'm hearing of everything, but it certainly sounds like I'm hearing a lot. And, you know, I'm hearing um, uh, pursuits being terminated when the officer is only chasing someone that looted you know, I heard one last night live, and then, you know, I, I assume it was a supervisor. It's like, well, what are you chasing them for? And the officer responded they were looting from such and such, and he's like, terminate. You know, I hear words like peel off. They're starting to surround the vehicles, so they have to back up. I hear things like, you know, we're going to have to let it burn. We can't risk, you know, uh, the officer's safety because there's not enough people there. I hear a code called 10-1, which I had to ask my buddy. I gave up trying to guess. 10-1 is a police emergency. So when anytime you hear 10-1, that officer is in distress. I hear, uh, and here's a, a super point I wanted to make. Kudos to these dispatchers in these major cities, because i tell you what, I couldn't do what these uh, mostly women are doing uh, to coordinate back and forth with multiple officers and multiple units and multiple types of emergency situations. And they sound cool as a cucumber the whole time that they're doing it. And I think, you know, they're the hidden gems behind all this because, you know, they're like the offensive coordinators for the Patriots adjusting on down, <laughs> you know, with a minute left. These women are amazing, and it's epic to hear. And, and I wish that the police were backed by real mayors that have some real stout, you know, backbones that will allow them to do their jobs and fend off these idiots that obviously have no care for anything in this country. I call them, I came up with a term for them, I'm going to start calling them urban termites. That's what these people are, because they destroy everything they come in contact with in an urban setting. Remember when we uh, thought it was just Baltimore, who had, whose mayor, a female, said, uh, I got nothing to do with this except a, a continuation of what he said, uh, uh, who said to stand down uh, and then let them, uh, let them uh, take whatever they want and burglarize whatever they want for a while to kind of get it out of their system. See, I didn't know that there was a uh, a free home trial of a of a riot, and that's essentially what they gave them. And I uh, I'm not used to that. I'm used to respect for police, respect for uh, property, and uh, not used to it. And in Texas, I guess they take it more seriously. Thank you, thank you, uh, Terry. Always good to talk to you. Let's go to the final call. That'll be Bob in Buffalo. Bob, you're on WBen. Yes, Andy, uh, a couple of quick points because I know time is short. Uh, on the bricks, somebody should call Governor Cuomo and tell him that New York State labor taxes are not being paid. He'll track that down in a hurry. Exactly. I wanted to make the point that uh, when we're talking about racism, uh, the Buffalo Com uh, Police Commissioner, the Common Council President, the Mayor, uh, the Speaker of the Erie County Legislator, the Assembly Speaker, the Senate Leader, the New York State Attorney General, they're all black. Where's the racism? But yet they're still trying to burn down uh, uh, City Hall. And uh, what would impress me is if they can find the people that beat that 29-year-old uh, woman. 
uh, because if they'll do that to her, they'll do it to others. And that is disgusting. She apparently came off of a side street, was suddenly caught in the midst of it. They dragged her out of the car. This is like Reginald Denny uh, in the L.A. riots and, and beat her to a pulp. And she's now in serious condition. I, I said, if that was me, if I could, I'd step on that gas and not let up. Just stay right on it. My- okay. Thank you, Bob. Thank you very much. How about you, Tony? What would you do? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know what I would do in that situation. Would you allow him to pull you out of the truck? I would fight like you know what. Let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah, so would I. It wouldn't um, be pretty, and I may I may lose that battle, but I'm going to fight. I think the most effective thing is just Trump on the pedal. Uh, and if, if somebody's in front of your car, they're in front of your car. What they become a speed bump. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, see how tough they are, Dan. How about you, uh, Buzzy? Uh, you know what? I, I Like Tony, I, I'm not sure what I would do in that situation. But I, I, something Cuomo said just now at his, at his press conference about how he is you know, outraged and he stands to the protesters and he gives all these ideas of things he wants to implement. Well, how long has him and his family been in power in New York State? Yeah. And now in 2020, he decides he just wants to it. implement these, uh, these rules? Well, let me tell you something, guys. I learned something. I learned that if I go anywhere with you two guys and you're, you're in the car, I'm driving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was the deal anyway. Well, your deal. vehicle won't break down, so we definitely have to take yours. Okay, yeah, and it's got big tires on it. Okay. <laughs> that's that it. You need Bigfoot. <laughs> that's, that's it. That about wraps it uh, up. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 